Thank you for tuning in again today to Tony the Mayor. That's Tony the Mayor Tim's podcast. And this is my time to share with you stories of experience, strength, and hope. And I'm glad you tune in today. Coming to you live from the Lava Lounge, better known as my basement. Today, I pray that all is well with you. Now listen up. Don't forget to like us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and many other platforms. And it's so easy to find us. All you have to do is Google. Google Tony the Mayor Tims. Just put that in the Google search and a link should pop up that leads you to the show or one of the shows and you can take it from there. And don't forget when you get there to like us, leave a comment, share, share, download, share and download the podcast. Most of all, we want you to leave that comment. I want to know what you think. Tell me a little bit about it. Leave me a message. If you want to reach me, you can reach me by going to bigdog0862 at me.com. Or you can call me at 785-307-4662. I thank you for tuning in today. And I want you to sit back and enjoy today's story of experience, strength, and hope. Okay, this is Tony the Mayor. Today I'm interviewing and talking to... Uh, two of Junction City, Kansas, uh, Junction City Blue Jays football players. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves, starting with Damarian. Hi, uh, my name is Damarian Sellers. Um, I'm a senior this year. I play football, basketball, and I run track. I'm looking forward to this interview. Okay. My name is Tyree Holloway. I'm a junior. I'm a slot right receiver. Play football, track. That's about it. All right, I'm going to just talk to you guys a little bit about... Uh, Football, if, if you want it, you run track too. Both of you yes, guys sir. run track. Okay, do you, you don't play basketball? I used to. I, no, just, I focus on football more. Oh, okay. All right. I see the De- Martin trying to throw some uh, what they call it shade. <laughs> <laughs> what um, I want to just talk about. I mean, I know you guys. Your record is what now? Um, we're seven Six, and one. Seven and one. Seven and one. Okay. And um, you getting ready to go to the state playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, well, this is what sub state they call it, what or uh, just this state, just this. I don't really know what they call it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just, you know, it's a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. we just know it's a playoff okay. game. Okay, all right. So let me ask you first, uh, Demarion. Okay. What really motivated you to want to be into sports and play football, basketball? So, um, <clears throat> growing up. Uh, I always heard about my sister, uh, my sister Armani. She was she did track, and everybody used to tell me how fast she was and how like I had a lot to live up to. And I'm a really competitive person. I want to be the best at everything I do. And so, I mean, I just worked with my sister, and she really pushed me into sports, and then it just went up from there. You think you can beat her running now? <laughs> I know I could beat her running now. <laughs> you know that you haven't raced her? Yeah, we have. Oh, okay. <laughs> You didn't race on a football field. I heard you pretty fast. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> All right, Terry. 
Um, really just growing up elementary all that I was like one of the fastest kids. Mm -hmm. So I just got into first I was in flag football, I was really good in that. Mm -hmm. So I told my mom, I was like, Hey, just try tackle football. So I played for the junior Jays. Coach is telling me that I'm actually really good. And I we went to the all star team, won that championship. So I just stick with football. Did y'all play did you play junior Jays? Mm -hmm. Did y'all play together? No, we no. weren't on the same team. You ever played against each other? No, he didn't want that. He okay. doesn't want that. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, he didn't want that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Do you watch sport a lot? Yeah. Okay, yeah. do oh, you yeah. watch? See, because I, uh, I watch football. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, if it comes on at 11 o'clock in the morning, I'll oh, watch yeah. it till 11 o'clock oh, yeah. at night. Yeah. Do, you, do both of you guys watch football? Yeah, so. yeah, I feel like you just, you have to be a student of the game to be good in said game. Like, if you want to be good in football, you have to watch football. Mm -hmm. What do you look for? Um, well, I like Cowboys, so uh, one of my <laughs> I look up to Amari Cooper and because he's just like his route running. I'm a receiver, he's a receiver, so I just learned off of him. Mm -hmm. He has a nice route running, he's smart, so I just learned off of him. Okay, do you look at any of the characteristics to how they are off the field or anything? Like oh, yeah, that? yeah, we pay like <clears throat> we pay a lot of attention to that if we if we see. If we see, like, if I were to see somebody pouting or something like that because uh -huh. they're not getting their way in the game, I wouldn't really look up to them as a good person because I feel mm -hmm. like in order to be a good leader, you have to, if you're having a bad game, you still have to be up and cheerful for the rest of the people who are doing good. Yeah, that's pretty good, then. When I played football, that was back a long time ago, and I don't know how it is with you guys, but uh, I, I know you develop, like, a family with each other. You oh, know, yeah. you guys, you, they're, they're part of your, it's like a, it's like family, yeah. you know. You look up to each other and everything like that. So, let me ask you, who do you look up to other players on the team? Yeah, I look up Rudy Vargas for one. For one, mm -hmm. he he's a leader. He's an actual leader. He he pushes us. He pushes everybody on the team. He leads us. He leads by example. He doesn't do. He doesn't pound on the field. He gets us right. He just motivates us on the game. So, what is was he? Well, he's a team captain or something, or one of the. He, he's, he's a senior yeah. also. Yeah, he's a senior. Okay. Uh, when I was younger, I always looked up to Ethan, Ethan Alcorn. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, he just, uh, I'm a really faithful person. I grew up in the church, and so he was he was the same person off the field as he was on the field. He was hard on us on the field because he wanted the best out of us. And when it came to, in, like, in school and stuff like that, if he seen me acting out or something like that, he would, mm -hmm. he would set me right. And so he, I really looked up to Ethan. Kind of makes you listen a little bit more when you have somebody... Uh, one of your peers to tell you about what you're doing, you know, wrong yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to just talk to you about next because, you know, people call you jocks, say jocks get in <laughs> trouble. They get They say they get in trouble a lot. They do what they want to do in school. And, you know, because yeah. I know how uh, it was when I was in high school, you know, some of the guys, you know, not that I was a good player. <laughs> I was on the team. But um, some of the guys got away with a whole lot of things just oh, yeah. because they – they were on the uh, football team or basketball team, you know. Yeah. And, but I think it's changing now because you guys are trying to get a different. I mean, I remember when the school start having the players dress out in ties and nice yeah. shirts on game days and everything mm -hmm. like that. And I thought that was really nice. So what? Do you, I mean, what's what's happening with a person that's off the field? What do you try to represent off the field? So off the field, we try to represent the best behavior. We set, we see ourselves as the example for the school. Um, I believe, I personally believe 
that if uh, the majority of us athletes are behaving well in class, mm-hmm. a lot of people who don't have said athletic abilities tend to look up to us. So if we're behaving in class, they're going to do the same thing. If we're acting out, they're going to think it's cool because we're the athletes that they look up to and they're going to do the same thing. So I just, I believe that we should all have a good mentality and be good behavior off the field. Right. And another thing is, is like, if we're acting up, doing not doing good in school <clears throat> doing not doing good in school means like you're not going to do good on the field yeah so like your behavior off the field is going to translate translate on that's the field good. yeah that's good. and i know you guys are looking forward to you know not just stopping this in the high school you want to go further with it so okay. you know it's good to have people can go back you know uh um, watch um like the what is it the sp is that what it is the uh, espn awards <laughs> yeah. and you go back and you see stories on some of these guys that they were good kids you know they weren't some of them that always were in trouble too you know but yeah. how um the sports not the sport just the game but I think it's affected where the coaches have on your life and, and where they um, what they help you with. My, my football coach was also my gym teacher. He was my driver's ed teacher, <laughs> you know, <laughs> football coach. So he had a lot. So um, even when I go back to Chicago, um, I, I try to stop by his house and say hi to him uh, or say hi. His name was Mr. Ware, was a great guy, you know, excellent guy. So tell me about your relationship with your coaches. So, uh, for me, I've always been around Cozy. Cozy mm-hmm. is someone that I really look up to as an adult. He always tells us the person that you are today will be the person that you are for the rest of your so life. Okay. And so, like that really that really hits hard, and a lot of us athletes really really cherish what he has to say because he's such an intelligent and wise man. Okay, I feel like a lot of people look up to Cozy. I look up to Cozy too. Just he's just most people don't think that he's actually serious of what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Most people won't really listen to it, but if you listen to what he's saying, it's it's true. Like the person you are right now is mm-hmm. the person you're gonna be in like ten years from now. I remember when I uh, this was over 16, 17 years ago when I uh, used to work at the high school. I would be in the same class with Coach Z. Sometimes we teaching the health class mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he would just sometimes he'll just stop the class mm-hmm. and he'll 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 give a lecture. You yeah. know, oh, yeah. the election. Yeah. We he know everybody's right acting up, doing everything. He just stopped the class. Yeah. yeah, you know, nobody wanted to learn anyway. I guess he said, you know, so <laughs> let's stop and let's talk. You know, and let me tell you guys a few things. So mm-hmm. um, that's really good. I, it's good to have a good relationship with your cl- uh, with your coach. What what age did you guys? Tell me what age did you start playing? Uh, Get into sports. I know you said flag football and everything. Um, yeah, around fourth grade, I think, is when I started mm-hmm. playing flag football. And then as soon as I got into middle school is when I wanted to play tackle football for the junior days. Okay. So um, as soon as I could play sports, I jumped into it. I, <laughs> kindergarten was when I first started soccer. I was really good at that. And then um, first grade, first year, I got to play football. And I found a love for that. Like, I loved all sports, but football was home football. felt like home so you like football more than basketball yeah <laughs> do you like football more than track yeah I'm, to be honest <laughs> i really only do track for the conditioning okay for the conditioning for football season uh-huh. yeah. football, i'm just that's just my main motivation right now is football okay so what do you think have you given up do you think you sacrifice anything to play sports i i believe as a student athlete you you sacrifice a lot of your time to play yeah. to play sports um mm-hmm. It helps you with time management. You have to learn when is it time to to play, when it's time to get serious and do your work, and when is it time to worry about your sport. You have to 
like uh, as an athlete, you don't have much time, so you have to use each second wisely. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you think attitude is a winning factor? You know what? What what is your attitude playing in the winning the game and playing the game? Yeah, your attitude is completely the key. If you come in with the so say you're playing a team and you think with your attitude that they're not good at all, we're going to beat them. You come in, you practice all week slouching, you don't practice hard at all. Mm-hmm. That attitude is going to follow through the game and you're just going to get smacked. But if you go in through practice serious like you're playing the best team in the state, then you you'll do good. Yeah. Um and vice versa if you if you go in there and you're like and you get hit in the mouth first quarter and they have they just 14 to 0. Mm-hmm. And then you just get down on yourself, mm-hmm. and you're like, "We're at like this game is over." Then you won't play to your best ability. Now, if you go in there and like, okay, they're up by two touchdowns, but mm-hmm. we still got this. We still have a chance. Then that's what really motivates you and your team to push forward and come out victorious. Okay, tell me about some role models. You know, those that um, were either role models or your parents or somebody you know to help you with your success. I think uh, someone that really helps me with my success is my mom. Um, I I grew up watching her. She sometimes she goes from working two jobs, three jobs, and I, I all my life I just seen her working and working hard to support me and my brother. And so that translated to to me in sports. It's like if I make it here, she won't have to work as hard. So that's what motivated me. I think my mom and my dad. My mom, she. Is she worked hard for like her own business. She created her own business. Uh, see, we had really had nothing starting off, and then she just worked. Now she has her own office. She has mm-hmm. everything. She's a, my dad. He just he works really hard in the gym. All that I work out with him sometimes. Mm-hmm. He just really pushes me to do the best of my ability. That's good. It's good to have. I mean, to have some positive role models. I talked about. Uh, role models in your neighborhood and different things on one of my podcasts before and you know people you grew up looking at or you see around you know even up to this day I'm uh, a little bit older I'm 50 some years old (laughs) and I have people that I look up to Mm -hmm. whether it's at church or whether it's at work or whatever that's it have, that they are role models to me. You know, they are, they, they uh, and when, when I say role models, they modeling what you should do or what you, it's something in them that you can find that you like. You know, understand that it motivates you to do what you're supposed to do and everything like that. And what better thing is it for a parent? My mother was very supportive too. You know, it's something, you know, people call your mama's boy every, or anything like that, <laughs> yeah. but there's something about a mother's love and a son's love together and stuff. Yeah. So it means a lot and everything. Tyree, do you have any uh, heroes or other ones besides the role model? Do you have any heroes, you think, uh, whether they be famous people or? Um, I wouldn't say a hero, but, like, I feel like my motivation really comes from Coast High. Because mm-hmm. Coast High, uh, I'm not really close, close with him, but I remember he played in the NFL. He mm-hmm. played K-State football. So I know he knows what he's doing. I remember a quote he said from my freshman year. He said, burn the boats. Before a game, he was talking about burn the boats. Basically, once you go once you go in, you have to burn the boats, and there's no turning back. Okay. So you have to go in and do the best of your ability, and there's no turning back. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's, he's a really good guy. I remember watching him all the way from high school up mm-hmm. to K State and everything. Demari, <laughs> um, mine comes from like people from civil rights movements, like mm-hmm. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and I just I just like to I. What I look up to is their leadership, their ability to 
put like give people something that they, like give hope and right. have some have the people follow them be willing to follow them and I, I I just aspire to be able to be a good leader like that's that's something that I look, look up to they were good leaders you know and those are some of the same people I look up to when I can say heroes and stuff alright let's talk about football <laughs> uh, we said um, we're seven and one yes sir who's the one Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about that game. Um, that game, it was it was different. You know, um, a lot of us we're like a lot of us are new or fresh starters. We have a few returners from defense, and I'm the only guy from office that really played a decent amount last year. So it was like it was a new environment and a energy that people weren't used to. You know, mm-hmm. and so we just I think it was a kind of a shock factor in the beginning. And with that, you can't you can't give a good team that because you won't be able to get back in it. And we fought, but there was only so much we could do. What's so important about the Manhattan Junction City game? Why is that such a that rivalry is just something different? Yeah. Y'all playing for the uh, silver, silver trophy. trophy for the silver trophy, yeah. and they have it now. You guys had it, mm-hmm. yeah, and because uh, you beat them last year, right? Yes, sir. And they got it now. Yes, sir. Do you? Uh, Want to see them again in the playoff? We, I think it's more of we have something to prove. Um, mm-hmm. We we lost to them and we honestly shouldn't have. They're a good team, not mm-hmm. knocking off anybody. They they do have a good good lineup there, but that was a game that we that we sh- can't have back, but we should have won. And if we see them in playoffs, I think we could give them a different story. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when you walked on the field up there? It's not like walking in at home. Oh no! Yeah, yeah it was it was a different environment for me because I didn't play them last year. I was in Texas last year, so walking oh. in walking in this year was a different environment because I knew how much the Silver Trophy meant to them. So I knew that I had to play the best of my ability, try to get it back. But you know, we were not at our best potential that game. Yeah. So if we see them again, it's going to be a totally different game. Yeah. That's great. One thing I did notice about them, you could tell it's a big rivalry because. Mm-hmm. Um, I know every game that I've been to in Junction City, uh, most of the the, uh, the home team side, they're cheerful or they'll clap for whatever when the other team's coming out their locker room or when they coming off the field or something happens. So they're, they're respectful for the other team. But uh, when I was at the Manhattan game, oh, I yeah. heard a few boos when you got Oh, yeah. Game. Yeah. And <laughs> even that... <clears throat> Even that, um, lining up on the side where, like, as a receiver, I was lining up, like, near their sideline, kind of. And, like, it was so bad to the point where, like, coaches were talking mess to me. Like, yeah. like number 10, you're not you're not doing nothing. And it's like, I'm like. You're trying to get in your head. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, you're a grown man, sir. Like, <laughs> trying to play the game. <laughs> yeah. Definitely can't let nobody get in your head Yeah, like it, it, to me, it's kind of funny, but it's still, like, it's yeah. still, like, it, it's, it's an intense game. Okay. All right. And then the other night, you played Highland Park. I think they went to a running clock in the second half. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that something that the refs came up with or the coaches agreed to that? Or uh, how did they come up with that? So if we're up by a certain amount of points, mm-hmm. uh, they'll do that. Like the refs call it like running clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that it's not like we're dragging the game on or like okay. they're not dead ball, you know. So, mm-hmm. so that it's not as bad as a game for the team that's possibly losing. Y'all took out uh, most of the starters when? Uh, second, second quarter. Trying to save them all for the playoffs, you know? Mm-hmm. Just try to get up as much as you can and just save them. Yeah. The rest of them. Okay, speaking about getting hurt, 
I know a kid that's been on that team that is he's fantastic. I know I've known him when he was in at Westwood School when he was just a little something, you yeah. know. He would come down to twelfth street all the time and he would get on the basketball court playing against these grown men like he was six three or something, yeah. you know. And here he he had no fear in him, it seemed like and a good heart too. Yeah, yeah. Very he, respectful. He, he has a really yeah. big and heart. That's, he, that's TJ. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me, how did that? I knew it affected um, the guy. I mean, it affected the whole stadium, Vivian yeah, Van Home that team. Whole it just got so quiet in there, and everyone was really worried. Tell me about that. Yeah, we was so um, in the process of it happening. I just go with, go through what happened. Um, I was blocking for him, and um, blocking the guy, and they blew the whistle, and I'm like, he's out of bounds, okay. When I see him on the ground, I'm like, okay, let me go help him up. So, like, like we're told to do, help up your teammates. Mm-hmm. And as I'm running over there, uh, I, like, catch a glimpse of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the time that I look, he sees it. And he, like, and then a T-high guy, Dadrian, I thank him for this. But he, he jumps in front of me, and he's like, don't look, don't look, it's bad. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm still trying to look over, and I see, and then tj started screaming and it was just it was just the fact that there was nothing we could do except for listen to him be in pain that was that really affected us and that like um it was hard to finish that game and it was even harder to play the next game because it was like we're just we're missing a piece the, the week was different without tj did you feel like you really had to win that game oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah we, we that was the fourth <clears throat> quarter right yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We were in that huddle. We were waiting for him to get on the stretcher, get sent to the hospital. We were in that huddle. We was like, yo, we got to do this for TJ. We got to finish the game for him. Uh, he definitely, he's the heart of our team, to be honest. He's, he brings energy. He brings that whole energy to the whole team. He he fires up everybody. So just seeing him like that just probably yeah. broke everybody's heart. Broke everybody's. Again, during that time, I noticed that, I don't know what other coaches were over there, but I, I saw Coach Z. Seemed like he never left him over there. He went over mm-hmm. there. He stayed there. And I mean, that's the, I mean, the role, I, I met, I know Coach Z. I met him and talked to him, you know, worked in class with him before. But one thing I can uh, remember about him, he really loves his players. Oh, yes. he, he's concerned about you guys on the field and off the field. And you remember when I came up to the school, what was that, a couple of years ago? Yeah. When they were sending you home, you know, because yeah. they thought you were, uh, you had been in contact with someone, you know, that uh, was uh, positive. Yeah. And they were sending, putting you out, sending you, you know, you yeah. would have been, wouldn't been his <clears throat> player or anything. And and I remember his passion when he came out and talked to me, you know. It wasn't like, I have to have this kid on the on the team, this kid's supposed to be on the team. But it was because he, he felt that you were doing, you, it, was, it was unjust. Yes. They were doing, not a, his player wrong, but an individual student, you know, and that means a lot. You know, I know you guys, you really love your coach and everything. So uh, what other ways have he inspired you or um, any other coach? You got Coach Snipes, Coach, coach Ty, so, you got all of them out there. Coach Snipes, he really inspires me to to push through adversity. Mm-hmm. Um, these past couple of years, he's been going through a lot. Uh, his son passed. And his uh, some of his family members have gotten sick and mm-hmm. passed. And but every day, every day he tries to be out there and be with us and support us. And he always has a smile on his face. So seeing that, no matter what I'm going through at the time or mm-hmm. what someone else is going through, I just try to be there for the team and have a smile on my face. What about you? Cozy really motivates me. He like he tells me all the time if I'm doing wrong on the field. He's like, if I'm getting on you, that means I want you to 
be your best potential. I know you have potential. I know you can be be successful in your life. So when he puts me like that, it just really motivates me to keep going. With lifting and stuff, he tells me not to skip any reps. I don't skip any reps. Uh, he just tells me to work. So I just. Mm-hmm. Do you have? Do any of you guys have uh, other classes that, that you were part of in here? It's like. It's strength and conditioning. Yeah, strength yeah and conditioning. we have yeah. yeah advanced strength with him. That's my first more like my first hour class. I'm still half asleep and he's just like, yeah. let's go, let's go, yeah. let's uh-huh. get let's get it going. And this, it, it, you may not like it, but it's for the best. And I listen to I listen to all to the coaches when I wait for the coach to come up uh, to the booth after the game and talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really it's always good. On what he says, you know, as far as back team, if he if they didn't play good, he'll say we didn't play good, mm-hmm. we didn't do good. The other team, what you whether was a much better team or they played harder and things. So he's pretty good about this. All right, we're gonna get ready to wrap it up. I'm going to two thing, a few more things though. If uh, Tyree, if it was a movie made about you, who you want to play you, and what would the movie be about? <laughs> like a, like an actor, like a yeah. Man. Who would portray you? You know anybody? Drake? I say <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, um my favorite my favorite actor is Kevin Hart. He's just so is funny. He? Yeah, he's just so funny. So that that's probably my actor. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a, you do you crack jokes a lot? Yeah, when I yeah. when in the mood, yeah. Yeah. Crack jokes. Uh I have I have two. two. Um one of them passed. Okay. Chadwick Boseman. That was okay. that was someone who I really looked up to. Mm-hmm. But if it was not him, it was Michael B. Jordan, and that's someone I think would portray me very well. Is that right? Yeah. If it was me, it would probably be Denzel Washington, since we look so much alike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know? Do you know my favorite movie? Norbit. That's one of them. Man. We can cut that. Out. Training Day is one of them, but Norbit is for comedy. Is Norbit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, one more thing. Uh, what advice uh, could you guys give to younger kids? You know, you see, I know um, at the beginning of the year, they had all the Junior Jays uh, guys out there on the field with you and everything. And, mm-hmm. and I think they really look up to you guys. Didn't you guys go to, uh, you went to one of the schools and uh, visited, right? Yeah. And so what, what what advice do you have <laughs> to these young guys that's coming up in front of Um, Some advice? I would give them to, like, take every rep seriously um my mistake was i uh like in the beginning i was kind of scared to to lift or i was i was uh upset that i wasn't as strong as i could be in the beginning of my training uh freshman year and it kind of held me back a little bit i feel like if i worked harder then i would be a lot better now not saying that i'm not good now but (laughs) like just just push to be the best in everything you do and take everything seriously. My advice to younger people would probably be don't take anything for granted. You have to play play and live like it's your last day lifting and playing. Because I remember like yesterday like was my freshman year. Now I'm a junior, about to be a senior. Mm-hmm. So just take don't take anything for granted. Just work to be the best of your ability. Just don't take nothing for granted. Do you have any fears from leaving like... It's a whole different ball game when you become a senior and then you graduate. Mm-hmm. What kind of, what do you, what's your fears or what's your outlook or what do you think? You know, because, I mean, we're living in times where I grew up in Chicago. So yeah. a, a guy that lives to be 18, 19 um, 
it's a it's a winner there. You know, you got kids game banging at 12, 13, and 14. You know, so what's I mean? You uh, what's your what's your hope for? Where do you want to go? far as after school you know after what's your outlook or any fears after school um i want to play football in college so mm-hmm. but if that doesn't happen i want to be a detective because i'm in i'm gonna graduate or study uh criminal justice That's in great. college so i'm hoping to be a detective mm-hmm. if if football doesn't work out trying mm-hmm. to play football in college it's always good to have something else in there. yeah so um Mine, I kind of, I want to be, <laughs> I want to play football in college as well. Um, but if that's not an option, it, even if it is, I'm still gonna be, I'm gonna get my realtor license, and I plan on doing that as as a means of making money in college and as <clears throat> making making money to for future investments, like a house for a family or something like that. Okay, that sounds great. I mean, both of you guys, I want to uh, congratulate you on the success of the football team, but also as role models of, of men, young men being role models and do what you can to be a role model in the school. I did a lot of super stuff, you know, because I was, you know, you say you like Kenneth Hart. I like Richie Pryor back then. And all, and so I used to crack jokes and do pranks on people, and it got me in a lot of trouble, you know. And it took, like you said, you know, if you, you think back sometimes, say, if I would have did this, then I'd be farther than I am today or if I mm-hmm. wouldn't be at that. So, I mean, I congratulate you guys. I want you guys to really stay focused. And uh, we're going to talk again after you guys bring home that state trophy, okay? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. All sir. right. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm glad that you tuned in today to listen and listen from the beginning to the end. And I appreciate that. Now, if you want to reach me, you can reach me at bigdog0862 at me.com. Bigdog0862 at me.com. That's my email address. You can also reach me by phone at 785-307-4662. You can leave a message there. You can reach me on the internet. Just type my name into any search engine, any search engine. And the way you do that is just type in Antonio the Mayor Tim's Antonio the Mayor Tim. Most of all, appreciate when you listen on YouTube because you can leave a message there. You can leave a thumbs up or a thumbs down. You can leave a like or dislike. You can leave a comment, but most of all, you can subscribe. So please continue to listen to me and continue to support this show that focuses on experience, strength, and your hope. Thank you. Have a good day. Be blessed. Be nice. But be real, most of all.